These are like different than the other ones, so we need to be more careful of that. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Love That For You. We are in another state. We are somewhere else, and there may be two different changes to the audio here. We have set up with a different uh, different microphones than usual. They're just like, they're the same, but they're just smaller because we have to travel with them. Um, yeah, so yeah. you might hear it a little differently through the microphone audio. Hopefully and you not. also might hear a little bit more joy in Julia's <laughs> tone of voice. Because Why do you think that is? Because it is just sunny and warm and somebody's feeling good. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling motivated, which is always a good feeling. It's sunny and 75. We're in Florida. Hard to complain with that. Yeah, honestly. We could um, still find ways to complain. Yeah, we, probably. Yeah. Um, but we're not gonna. No. Because I wake up feeling good. It's nice to have sun as soon as you wake up and be able to walk outside. Mm-hmm. And I could be convinced to move here. Um, but yeah, no, we're here. I think if you guys obviously follow along on Instagram stuff, then you know we are spending a month here. Just kind of to get out of I think we already talked about it, but to get out of my parents' house, um, let them have their house at least for a month without us there because that's like where we're living. We still have no permanent home. So we're just like, we just decided to come down here Um, and we have Willow with us. And yeah, we're in this little cute Airbnb, which I said I would, I'm showing you guys little glimpses. Is that a word? Glimpses. Of it, but I will link it when we leave. I can't link it until we leave because that's weird, but. Yeah, I think, you know, the Airbnb we're in is awesome. Um, The area is a really cool area. It's nice to be able to, like, walk to different restaurants, coffee spots, bars. Um, We can walk to the beach, but not like a beach that you would go sit on and lay on for a full day. It's just kind of like a um, more recreational beach, I guess I'd call it. Yeah. Um, So I didn't like how you explained why we're here. What do you mean? I don't know. I feel like you made it like like we had to get out of your parents' well, house. We this. We don't know what we're doing. Like that's Well, that very, was part of it. That's not I know, why but we that's came how you here. explained it though. Okay. And I this is like part of like mindset shifting. Like it's funny because when I tell everybody that we're here, everybody's like that's awesome. Like it's really cool that we have that's the how ability. That's how I think about it. Yeah, but that's not how you explained it. You okay. just said like, well, I mean, I'm not trying to piss you off, but I'm, I'm not just saying. Off. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I think this is something that, again, when we've talked about like starting our business and being able to like work remotely and together, and like this is one of the things that like kind of was a motivation, like the ability to, you know, throw our dog in the car, pack our bags, and go live in Florida for a month, and. It maybe wasn't in like the most amazing circumstance, which is what you were talking about that I that like uh, that was part of the motivation to come. Mm-hmm. But I do think why we're here is really a really cool reason, and it's well, you know, I think it's opening me up of. to the idea of continuing to Airbnb a little bit around and like do that um, more. And before we decide to find somewhere that's more permanent, because obviously that's been a struggle for us, and we might as well take advantage of the flexibility of not having a home. Yeah. Not having a mortgage or a rent payment or something like that. Mm-hmm. Although there is, you know, we want that too. It's, yeah. Yeah. When the timing is right, um, definitely. So last night I, and this is going to 
carry over to what we were just talking about. Last night, I actually did a guest lecture for a uh, university course. And one of the things that I was talking about was um, like career path and the career journey. And I was talking about being you're like you're able to be more risky the less responsibility you have. So like right now, Julia and I have very little responsibility. Like, you know, we've got to be able to pay our bills and we've got to be able to take care of Willow. But we don't have, you know, kids to take care of right now. We don't have a mortgage. We don't have, you know, we both have student loans. Trying to take advantage of that a lot. Yeah, we're trying to like really take advantage of that because, you know, within the next couple of years, our responsibilities are going to change. Like as we think about buying a house, that's going to tie us to some area. Pat's like, I'm going to put a baby in you. As we think about having kids, like, and the more responsibility, it's like the less risky we can be, right? Because we are going to have these things that we're, you know, more responsible to. Yeah. So. And, you know, Willow is our only responsibility, which sometimes she's a big one. Sometimes she's a big one. Last week she was a big responsibility. Yeah. God bless her. The girl is so, I mean, we put her in the Jeep for two days. She's been good here too. You know, it was a total of like 18 hours just under of driving. She and was an angel. She was an angel both yeah. nights in the um, She's She's very car, adaptive. Yeah. And now that we are in this new place, which is what we did from the beginning with her. And she has mm-hmm. this yard and it's been like, she loves it. Well, she doesn't know what to do in a yard. She just, on it, like we let her she out there. She hops around like a horse. She jumps around like a horse, <laughs> picks up eats sticks, grass. eats everything. And yeah, it's yeah. kind of cute, but it is annoying. Yeah. Um, okay, a few things we wanted to talk about before we kind of get into the episode, but um, let's talk about the show we've been watching, actually, that we finished. Yeah. Real quick, because I we obviously there was no episode last week, and mm. um, we've kind of just been trying to, with our life being so chaotic, it's hard to keep a schedule going, honestly, mm-hmm. but uh, I wanted to talk about the show, The Ultimatum, because I... We found this show. Well, I watched Love is Blind and Pat didn't watch it with me. But if you guys like reality TV, watch The Ultimatum. I think it might be like my favorite show on reality TV that I've watched so far. Like better than The Bachelor. Like at first I was like, okay, you know, this is going to be kind of weird. These people are like a little bit crazy, which maybe they are. I don't know. But the show was so good. I was addicted. Yeah. I think the – so the setup of the show, if you don't know, is they put – I think it was four different couples or maybe five or six. I don't know. A few different couples uh, where one of the individuals in the couple has given an ultimatum to the other person saying, either marry me or we're breaking up. So they put these couples into these settings where they they do break up. They go try and like create a relationship with somebody else for three weeks. And then they get after that three weeks and they get back with their uh, original relationship and then at the end of that three weeks, they have to have an answer to the ultimatum. And for people that have watched that, like, I don't want to give any spoilers, but I do want you to, uh, like, give me uh, your favorite couple and, like, things that you liked about them or whatever without giving it away. Yeah. I mean. Well, spoiler alert. You, maybe we will give it away. I mean, I, I don't no. know. Like, if you haven't watched, maybe. If you're going to watch. Yeah. But no, I don't think we'll give anything away. So I think of the original couples. My favorite couple was, um, I want to say Ray and Zay. Okay. But. I liked Zay a lot. Yeah. I liked Zay and I, watching the whole season, I really liked Ray too. Yeah. And like how it kind of ends in the final, like really cool. Um, I really liked April and Jake. 
But there's a lot of like backlash with April on mm-hmm. the internet, which I guess she's like people are saying that she's super annoying and like whatever. I just think yeah. that she knows what she wanted and she was passionate and she loves Jake and like all of that. Yeah. Um. Obviously, I think you know you guys can see what happened online anyway. But like, yeah, it's it's all out there. It's the out whole there. season has aired. I think last week was the final. Like, um, and the reunion was really good. Yeah, the reunion. That's what I mean. thought that was really good. Like, yeah. you got to see like where they all are now, and I think yeah. the whole like concept of the ultimatum, like the TV show, is just such a mind fuck. Like, I don't know. We watch it, and I'm like. Almost thinking that it's like not reality. Like this is just a show. Like I'm watching Friends or watching. Yeah, but whatever. they really did it. But then I'm like, how did these people actually go through this? I know. I don't. I mean, early on in our relationship, I think we had jealousy. I don't think we really have that right now. But like, I feel like the jealousy would tear me apart. Oh, I wouldn't watch, be able to and do they it. They watch their significant others go on dates. Some of them watch significant others kiss other people. It's like. They're, yeah, and I think like going into it, they have to be so ready to break up. Like yeah. that, and like that happened to some of them. It's like, you know, you have to be so ready to break up or so ready to get married. And I it's think like, that a lot of the couples go on and they think that they're in such a good relationship that like, and a lot of the people that were given the ultimatum to, they were like, my point here is just to get back with my relationship that I'm already in. Like, yeah. I don't want anybody else. And then you're put in a situation that's not normal with other people that you could have a connection with because you can have a connection with so many people out there. Mm -hmm. And that happens. And then it's like shocking almost when you're like, wait, like this isn't actually what I, I don't know. It's, it's really interesting. Yeah. It's not for everybody, but I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. We did like it. It was definitely a binge watch for us. We watched it over the course of a couple different nights. It was a few episodes every night and. Yeah, I mean, props to the people who went on the show. I hope that they got out of it what they wanted. They were put in some pretty challenging circumstances. I think that they, like, in the reunion, whether they were happy or not, they all said, like, this was a good experience and what I know now. Well, just they're not traumatized, though. No, but I just think that they all were, like, whether they ended up with their partner or not, it was either we ended up because we were supposed to or we're not and we're not supposed to be together. And Mm -hmm. I feel like they all kind of, like, came to that conclusion and... I'm sure there was more behind the scenes of people being like yeah. pissed off or whatever, jealousy. And there were like at the reunion, they were talking about like things that happened behind the scenes that we didn't get to see because they were mm-hmm. obviously there for like eight weeks. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and that was one thing about like the production of the show is like one episode was like one week. Yeah. So you didn't really get to see a lot with each of the couples. Yeah. It was like one little storyline from each each couple. And there wasn't like much buildup of that. If you guys like Love is Blind, this is better, but it's the same producers. I think this is much better. This one's way better. It's just like more. I mean, if I was going to go, if I had to pick a show to go on, this would be the one I would go on. I wouldn't Mm. go on Love is Blind because I don't think I could do that. Yeah. Because I'm. Yeah, so superficial. Superficial. And like no, I kidding. looks matter. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that is the show. Go watch it. Let us know what you think because and I feel like a lot of you guys probably have already watched it. It was Yeah. I love it. I yeah, want them to the have other the other quick tidbits of shows we're watching. Uh the Kardashians <laughs> yeah, came Pat's back addicted out. To the we Kardashians. were very excited when that came out. <laughs> First episode's kind of cool. You were and more excited watched... about that than I thought. Because, like, you never really watched that with me. I never watched, like, show, like, periodically. Is that the word? Like, yeah, consistently, consistently. Like, But I always have watched it. And then when the new one came out, I was like, okay, I'm hooked. Yeah. I just love watching them. It's really easy TV. Like, and they're either, like, like I don't it. care what people say. They're 
fun to watch. Yeah. Their lives are interesting. Yeah. And I like it. Yeah. Um, and then we did we finish the girl from Plainville? No, there's a new episode new tonight. Episode I coming think. out okay. uh, tonight. Yeah. And I don't know if it's the last one, but that's like a real true story. So yeah, we're enjoying that one as well. Which I hadn't heard of the story. Mm-hmm. I had heard of it. It's like some girl who maybe helped her boyfriend commit suicide. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of like details to it. And it, it's it's a true story. So you can, um, you know, if you're interested, not sure if you want to watch the show, you can Google it. Some of the actual, like it's not a docu-series though. Yeah. Like it's a, um, you know, the the producers, the writers have all creative freedom. So there is a lot of like, you know, made up parts to it. Yeah. But it is based on a true story. For drama. So, yeah, exactly. So, um, all right. Okay. So the other thing I wanted to, I wanted to read this message from a girl, actually. I know we do our advice column a lot. Um, that's not what this episode is, but this girl sent us a DM and I just, I, I told her we would answer it on the podcast because I, honestly, I couldn't type because I, my arms are killing me. Another story. Um, but I just wanted to read it and like answer it because I just felt like when you guys send us messages, if it's, we could have saved it for our advice column, but this was just like an interesting one and I wanted to read it. So we're going to read it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hey, I love your page and have been following you for super long. You and your husband are the best. I had a question of my own that I need some advice on. So I've been dating my boyfriend for about two and a half years and we talk about marriage and children a lot. So I would say it's pretty serious. But recently I just found out from someone that this girl he is friends with, not super close, but friends, was someone that he kissed before we dated. I remember when this girl had texted him before a couple months ago and I asked him who who it was. He said, it's just his friend. So I didn't think anything of it. But now that I know he's Shared a kiss with this girl before we started dating and he never told me about it. I'm feeling very uneasy about it. Thoughts? I'm planning on confronting him about it, but I feel like I need someone's opinion on it as well and how they would feel in my shoes. If you read this, thanks for taking the time to read it. So I had responded Mm. to her and I was like, my first initial thought was like, if this happened before you were dating and if if he's a good guy, then I just feel like there was no reason to mention it. Um, because I feel like, I don't know, like I have friends who I've kissed before. Yeah. A long time ago. I don't know. It's like. Yeah. I think there's like, this is not a game changer. This is not a deal breaker. This is not a, like, you know, pull back the horses. We're turning around and going back. Like this is something completely normal. I'm sure you finding out about it did incite some like emotions that you know like jealousy being the word like yeah. that could be very enraging you know you can't be mad about um you know your your boyfriend kissing somebody else before you you know i think the you know him saying oh it's just a friend like that's probably how he thinks about it like that you know i don't know the extent of their kiss or if they were whatever dating or what like but he probably doesn't think much of it. I just think if and, you know him and you trust him already the last two years you've been dating, then this shouldn't be something that like. Yeah, it it doesn't need to be a big deal. Like when the person who sent this message said, I'm going to confront him. Like to me, that sounds like you're like going in like guns a blazing trying to start a fight. And this is not something that no, you should be fighting about. No, but I think she can about. confront him and just be like. You can bring it up, but yeah. not like confront is just like confrontational. Right. 
Well, just but ask just going him, and yeah. say like, hey, I just want to tell you this. I don't think a lot of it, but it is something that's been on my mind. Yeah. I found out that you kissed this other person. She texted you like, I just need some reassurance from you. Like, have a conversation about it. Don't have a fight about it. Mm -hmm. Like, a fight, a confrontation, confronting him is going to cause, like, unnecessary. And it's going to, honestly, it's going to make you come off as, like, I think it could be just like, hey, you know, I know this happened. I'm kind of just feeling weird about it because you didn't tell me. Can you just, like ease my mind yeah help clear the air like, yeah have a conversation about and it hopefully like, they're like of course babe like this this yeah. and this yeah i'm sure you know as serious as you guys sound a conversation like this while it may be a little challenging shouldn't break you right and honestly this kind of leads into our episode today but two years of being with someone feels like a really long time but like you actually like I feel like I learned so much about you still today Aww. and we've been together for almost seven years and it's like every year you learn more and more and it's usually good. But I feel like two years is like, OK, like this is a point in your relationship where you're like, OK, is this going to go forward? Like, are we going to be more serious? Like, obviously, you talk about kids in marriage. So it sounds like yes. But I'm my point is just like you do learn a lot about people every single year and two yeah. years is like a lot of time. But at the same time, it's nothing. Mm hmm. In terms of like a marriage. Yeah, you're always going to be learning more about, you know, the, if, if you're going to be with somebody. I think about my parents who are about to celebrate their 50th wedding anniversary. So wild. Like, they know everything about each other, but they're still learning more about yeah. each other. And it's... They're it's learning what it's like to now, like, navigate grandkids together and, navigate, like, yeah. not working anymore and, like, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, all that it, stuff. There's always going to be new challenges and new things that you're going to learn more about. Just like you learn person. more about yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Julie and I agree with that. Like, go have the conversation with your person. Talk to him. But don't make it a fight. Yeah. Nobody did anything wrong. And I'm going to caveat that saying as long as you believe and you know that when he said, oh, that's just a friend, like he wasn't trying to hide anything. Right. He may have been trying to like downplay it to like not, you know, incite jealousy. But it's not like he was as long as he wasn't trying to hide something that's been going on within the past two years. Yeah. While you guys have been together. Like there's nothing to fight about. Um, yeah. And that's it's honestly a very. I think. How we were just talking about the show, the ultimatum, like jealousy is real jealousy is terrible jealousy is painful like everything that you're feeling hearing and knowing that your boyfriend kissed somebody else a couple years ago like that sucks yeah but that doesn't need to be a it just can be so changes. yeah it yeah. could be so innocent like mm -hmm. okay so today's episode is what what did we think marriage was going to be like in our minds mm -hmm. and kind of like what is it like and what we think it's going to be like um so my initial thought when i you know came up with this episode um is like when i thought well okay i'll go first <laughs> yeah sure julia take your time when i thought about marriage before my first thought was like 
And I heard somebody else say this and it made me think about it. This is kind of what I thought of marriage. I was like, you see it in movies that or on the media that you meet your person and it's going to be easy. If you meet Mm -hmm. the right person, it will be easy. And if it's not easy, then it's not the right person. And you see like celebrities, you know, they break up and whatever. And it's like, oh, you know, it, it wasn't the right person. Otherwise, it should be easy. And my thought is, you know, I don't really believe in soulmates. I believe that I think we're soulmates, but I think there's also a thousand other people that I could marry. Mm-hmm. Sorry, babe. No. And yeah. I think you too. I think that's just my thought process is there's so many people in the world. So many people deal with, they get married and like their partner dies or they get divorced because they're just friends now and all this stuff happens and then they meet somebody else and that's their next person. Yeah. So I kind of believe that, not planning that we're ever going to get divorced, but I think like that's just my thought process. So when I thought about it more, I was like, okay, no matter who I marry, I could marry Bradley Cooper. I mm, could marry me too. Ben Affleck, all the hottest, the best, quote, best men out there. Yeah. And it would still be hard. Yeah. Yeah. You said a lot there. Yep. Um, <laughs> Let's go over I'm it. I'm going to focus there on the end. Okay. Um, yeah. I think, you know, when you started talking about this episode idea, thinking about almost like, you know, expectations versus reality. Um, My expectations, I think, you know, like I had these expectations that like, oh, marriage is going to be amazing. A marriage is going to be so easy. Once I have my person, I have my person and we just lay in hammocks and things are great. And is that what you thought you're saying? I think that was like my, like my expectation. It was like, okay, um, things are going to get easier with our relationship. and Well, not like they were hard, though. No, not that they were hard, but we had challenges. It wasn't like everything was willy-nilly. And then I think, like, the reality is I do think that marriage is amazing. I do think that, like, all of, like, my hopes and wishes for what marriage was is true. Like, I think Mm -hmm. that is... You love our marriage. I do. I honestly (laughs) do. But that's not to be said that there aren't big challenges. So, like, when I wrote down expectations, I wrote amazing and, like, big changes. Like, it was going to be significantly different than dating. Mm -hmm. And then when I wrote down reality, I put that it is amazing. There were no big challenges. or There were no big changes, only big challenges. And... Yeah, I think what would be like a big change? Like something you find out about you somebody. You stop fighting. You stop arguing. Yeah. You stop like those All big sudden, things yeah. that like, and this is how a lot of people think about marriage. I, I know relationships off the top of my head that if we weren't in a public setting, I could mention these people that they thought getting married yeah. was going to fix their relationship. Totally. Or like having and kids. And that is yeah. a lot of how people think about marriage. Yeah. So like. A lot of people think that is a big change that's going to happen. And I don't think that's the case. I don't think marriage is going to fix any relationship. I don't think kids are going to fix any relationship. I think marriage, that's what we're talking about. Marriage only makes relationships like harder. It compounds the little issues because now there's no like getaway, right? And the one thing that I did write that I think is a big difference is while we were dating, there were still doubts. There were still, is she going to break up with me? Is this the right person? Is Now there... I can't. 
Well, no. Now it's just, and I, I remember at the beginning of COVID, we were engaged and you, we had this conversation and you said something like, I'm not sure I can keep doing this. You were like in a bad spot. You were, we were at Viv's house. I like vividly remember this. Oh yeah, I do too. Thinking I was like, holy shit, we're about to call off our way. <laughs> no, it wasn't that serious. It was, it was serious, but it was inclusive of other things, yeah. right? It was pandemic. It was work. It was stress. It was everything. Yeah. And it culminated in us talking about our relationship and you saying, I'm not sure I can do this anymore. I don't know if I said and this And now <laughs> I don't have those fears. Yeah. Like, that's a big change for me. I don't worry that you're going to like, yeah, going to break up with me tomorrow. Yeah, me neither. And I think when going back to that moment, so this happens to me like something, you know, when we first dated for some reason, and this is not every relationship, but I was so like honestly obsessed with you mm-hmm. in like not a weird way still are i just like it was something like i've never felt before it was like a imme- pretty much immediately i was like i'm going to marry this guy like i yep. just had that and like i don't think it's always like that i think a lot of times relationship are friends first whatever but i just was like i have to make this work blah 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 like i was obsessed and then throughout you know the years that have gone on i've been like Okay, there's been moments where I'm still like that, where I'm like, oh my God, like what, how did I get this? Like, how did we get such a relationship that's so awesome and like mm-hmm. good and communicative? What's the word? Yeah. Whatever. All of those things that I'm like, I I feel like a lot of people don't have that and I feel so like lucky and blessed and I'm like, and then I will get in my feelings and whatever. Yeah. And then I still have moments where I'm like, you know, days where not even like you're pissing me off, but just days where you do things and I'm like, you could have, there was a time like a few, our first two years. Hours ago. No, a first two years of our relationship where I was like, you couldn't do anything to annoy me. There Mm -hmm. wasn't one single thing that you could do that would bother me, that would gross me out, that would be annoying, nothing. Like literally nothing. And now. now. (laughs) No, it's just that there's like things change and there are times where I'm like, and because it was only seven years ago, that we met, there are times where like you do things that bother me or piss me off or whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, does that mean like what I used to think isn't true anymore? Or like yeah. that, like, you know, I'm not as obsessed with you as I used to be or all this stuff. And it's just like, and then I'll have those moments where I'm like, oh my God. And I feel like doubtful, but not that our relationship is going to end, just that it's not the same. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, you know, I'm growing and we're growing together. So I just realized that those are moments of like, that's what marriage is. It's ups and downs and it's not like so far down, but it's up and down. And like, I think those are just the times where I'm like, okay, this is what a marriage is. And those are the moments that I didn't expect. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, said a lot there. I think, and this is one like caveat to this episode and I want to say this because when you post stuff or I post stuff about like our love, our relationship, so many people are like, I love you guys. Your relationship is amazing. You guys are this. You guys are that. Like, And people think that that is like super unique. Mm-hmm. And I think it is unique in some sense. But a lot of people have what we have. They just don't talk about it in this like public setting or they totally. don't display their love right like i don't know i I have so many friends who like struggle to show their emotion to their um significant other and that doesn't mean that they aren't as in love as us that just means that they don't show it as much and i showing love is a big part of it obviously 
But like our love, our relationship is not like it's like some immaculate thing that only 10 couples around the world have. Mm -hmm. And I hope that people know that. I hope that people don't, you know, put us on a pedestal of, you know, relationships. And as you were talking about, like, you know, the the highs and lows, the ups and downs of relationships, um, you know, the, the way I kind of put it in my head is being together with you, it makes the highs so much higher. Like our the good stuff is so much better and it makes the lows not as low. Yeah. So like it yeah. levels all of it up. It makes the highs higher and the lows not as low. And I think that is like the goal with relationships or not, not like the, um, I got to think about how to like, like not, you want a partner in life and that's what it is. Yeah. You want a partner in life, but to you share need to the understand that and... there are still going to be the lows. There yeah. are going to be highs. There's going to be a lot of shit in between that. Like, you know, we feel like friends, we are bored. We have yeah. good, we have bad, like that's what relationships are. And I think that's, also what marriage is. Yeah. I think when we were dating, there was more intrigue because mm -hmm. we didn't know everything and we were still like figuring out a lot and it was still. Well, I know. think about that a lot too now because we're in a state of like, from the moment I was like, I'm going to marry you. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have kids with this guy. Like, I can't wait to have like your kids specifically. And I'm so excited about that. And I still am. Mm -hmm. And I think like, those moments now I'm like I want to I want to like live in this moment before we have that because that's something that we're still looking forward to and I don't want to like I don't want it to go by like I don't want yeah. the moment of looking forward to that to be done because yeah. we will have kids and then we'll have another kid and then I'll be like oh my god yeah I'm not yeah. looking forward to this anymore you yeah. know well I think that's one of it's I don't know everybody who when people start dating right you start dating you're um, dating for two years, everybody asks, when are you going to get married? Yeah. Right? You're mar married for a year, everybody asks, when are you going to have kids? You have kids, when are you going to have another one? When's yeah. this? When and it's like natural and I think a lot of that is like conversational. Yeah, right? it's not People all like, like it's not forcing. And, yeah. But it does draw like our attention. Like we do talk more about kids than we talk about today. Right. We do think about our future more than we think about what we're doing right now. We yeah. do. And that's where I think we do need to always make sure. That's the scary part. <laughs> yeah. That's the scary part. That's the hard part. Like, because I want to like enjoy where we are right now. Yeah. Well, everybody we talk to that has kids, they're like, take it slow. Yeah. You don't need to rush in to I have know. kids. Like, do what you guys want to do for a while. Like, yeah. You know, no rush. And and especially because we did long distance for five years that we've only been, it's our second year of being together. Yeah. Like actually, like mm -hmm. living together. That's it. Yeah. So we're still like, there's so much we want to do. And I think a lot of couples feel this way where like you feel, I think people not necessarily feel the pressure to start having kids. They, I think that some people think that they want to do that right away. Yeah. And I'm, and like, that's great. Like, I'm not saying that that's not a good thing. If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But I think it just changes so much and like it takes your focus away from your relationship totally. Yeah. And like, I don't know, I have a big fear that like this is, maybe people will 
cancel me for this i don't know but i have a fear that like when we have a child you're gonna love the child more than you love me and like yeah if you guys read verity then that's me (laughs) yeah but no it's just like it's not a fear because i want you to love our kid yeah more than me in a way but i don't want the i love what we have i love that i'm your everything right now like Mm -hmm. i'm that and i want to always be that yeah yeah i mean i love that too that that's who you are i think the you know the the idea of like having kids and the fear that like oh my significant other is going to love our kids more than they love me like that's a pretty rational fear and that's you know i think why a lot of times kids entering the picture create a lot of challenges yeah because you go from like a happy maybe not happy i don't you go from relationship where it's just us two and then you bring a third party in and like where does my energy go where does Mm -hmm. my love go where does my attention go i'm always giving love to you know a baby therefore probably some of my love isn't going to you and then yeah we've already like dealt with that with willow a little bit yeah of course it's one of my I, i keep seeing it it's a tiktok where um it's usually a girl showing her face like pissed off that another girl came in and ruined their relationship got in the middle and then the next like pictures are all the The dog the guy and the dog Mm -hmm. and um and it's the same i think a lot for you know babies too yeah like people don't really talk about that it's like yeah why should you love like people like oh you shouldn't love your wife or your husband more than your kid but like in a way you should yeah well i think it was what did we just we were i don't know we were watching something or reading something or it was like a ted talk or something yeah that talked about like your relationship comes first before your relationship with the kids and um that's like a really different thought for me i guess because i don't know and maybe that's like the only time i've ever really thought of it i guess i just always assumed that like when you have a kid the kid comes first you always put the kids needs you put the kids wants you put the kid well the guy was saying when he was like talking to the audience about this he was like it's for you but it's also for the kids that when you get home from work or whatever the first thing you should the kids should see Mm -hmm. is that your you and your partner their parents are giving each other affection and love and like that is going to they're going to grow up seeing that and knowing how to be in a relationship how to treat people and what comes first yeah that was what it was the guy always says i kiss my wife first yeah right wake up in the morning rather than go get the kids i kiss my wife first i come home from work kiss my wife first. yeah go to bed which is I so think. cute and it's like yeah it's cute it's i don't know it just shows a lot of like you started you had kids like the kids are you own the kids yeah. first of all yeah for a while you can sell them if you want <laughs> and like you made that together yeah. without your partner they wouldn't be there so i don't know we're kind of getting on a tangent there, yeah but. and that's obviously something like we have no fucking clue no, right I like don't we've know. never had kids yeah. we don't know how to talk about that relationships like we have some it's experience we and we're comfortable talking about it like kids like no i don't know i come just back think to it's... us in five years and we'll see what our thoughts are part of the episode i wanted to do was just like our predictions for like not predictions but just like what we think is going to happen moving forward and like obviously that changes that can change i have no idea what the future is going to hold mm-hmm. but those are things i would like to implement in our relationship when we do decide to have kids and like yeah hopefully we can have kids you know mm-hmm. all that but yeah yeah I think taking it back to um, just my water bottle? the marriage conversation. So Julia and I were out in um, California for a wedding in, 
I guess it was the beginning of, or the middle of January this year. And one of my best friends, um, he was actually the grooms, a groomsman for us and actually officiated our wedding. Him and his wife, the first time seeing them since their wedding, um, whatever it was now, maybe a month or two ago when we saw them, one of our other friends' wives asked that couple, do you guys feel different since getting married? And it was, they were there, both there. And they kind of like looked at each other and he said, yes, he was like, I do feel different. I feel like more in love. I feel more this. And I mean, I kind of of laughed a little bit. And then uh, the, his wife answered and she kind of looked at him and like felt guilty because she said, no, I don't feel different at all. I feel like, and they were already a couple that had been living together for two years they had you know merged like finance they've done everything they were living as a married couple they just weren't married Mm -hmm. so he said yes i feel very different i feel like i'm more in love with her now that we're married and then she said no i don't feel any different and it was just interesting to hear yeah and um i think a little bit of his um his response saying yes was like I think I'm supposed to feel different, so I should say yes to this question. Yeah. But I don't, you know, now it's been four months since their wedding. I wonder if he still feels different or how he thinks about it now. You know, we didn't get the same type of, like, wedding where you get married (laughs) at the wedding. Yeah. (laughs) So when we got married, it was a little, it was different. I definitely didn't feel different. Like, I don't know. I feel now different than I did when we first got married. Like... Mm -hmm. I think, like, if you break it down, like, the actual commitment part of it is what, like, looms over your head and you're, like, maybe it's a scary thing, maybe it's... But, like, the only thing that felt different to me was that we were actually living together. And that was different because before we had been engaged, we weren't living together. And Mm -hmm. I think maybe being engaged gave that more of, like, a this is different for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I... I think when we actually got married. So well, why don't you we, talk about you wanting to get married? Because you wanted to get married and I, and not that I didn't want to. You but didn't want to get married. No, I just wasn't like necessarily ready. But, and I kept asking you these questions. I was like, what is going to change? Like what makes mm-hmm. it different? Yeah. Well, so, I mean, I guess if anybody doesn't know, we were, so we got engaged in, sep- well, the end of August. I think they all know. Maybe not. The end of August 2019. in 2019. And then we were set to get married the end of May in 2020. Yeah. Obviously, COVID happened. Our first wedding date, May 23rd, got canceled. And so we got canceled. or The wedding got canceled. <laughs> we haven't gotten canceled yet. Not yet. Um, the wedding date got canceled. And it was like a very emotional thing. We had planned for this. We had prepped for it. Like a lot of work went into it. And I think just like the emotional preparation of it, like knowing that we were now going to be husband and wife, not just boyfriend and girlfriend. So when it got canceled, you know, people asked us like, well, are you guys still going to get married on that day? And we were like, no, we're just going to wait and see. And then it was like, I wanted you as my wife. And that was whether or not there were 200 people there to celebrate with us or if that was just you and I. 
And that didn't change just because there was a pandemic. That didn't change just because there was whatever. Like, we were getting married so we could be husband and wife and show our commitment in that way. And we had kept, after the May 23rd date passed, we didn't have a plan. We didn't have anything. And I kept saying, like, I still want to get married on our terms. I don't want Forgot wanna, about that date. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to still get married on our terms. I don't want it to be when the world says it's okay or when, you know, restrictions clear up or when this happens. I want to do it when we want to do it. And we had said we wanted to do it May 23rd. And that was like a ongoing conversation for us trying to figure out when are we going to do it Mm -hmm. and like you know there are also um like legal reasons why people want to get married obviously like you know being able to merge finances and list as beneficiaries and you know get uh health benefits to get like just some of that but it also was like I wanted the public presentation of you as my wife because that's how I thought of He wanted to own me. (laughs) Yeah, my bitch. So we ended up, you know, it was like a courthouse wedding. And it was like, you know, looking back, it was, um, I think the day of was an emotional day. It was like the world was still burning. You know, we had her parents, Jules' parents, my parents. Like it was small. It was whatever it was everything you don't want with a wedding but at the end of it we got married we became husband and wife and therefore like that's the date i have tattooed on my leg right like our actual wedding date like that's the only thing i would have changed about that day is going is like actually maybe doing it at a courthouse instead of on the beach just aesthetical preferences maybe maybe wearing a white suit or something i don't know yeah i mean i don't have any i don't really have any pictures from that day yeah, we have a few. I have like a and few. That's okay. But we did our whatever. Okay, let's move on. Yeah. So we did our actual wedding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was your point of that? You just wanting to. I forget. No, what. you were talking about like the desire to actually get married. Yeah. Why do people actually want it? Why is it like actually a, um, a yeah. thing, I guess. And I don't know. I, I don't regret it one bit. Not a single ounce of anything do i regret the way we did it and in our vows on our wedding celebration day this past october i talked about like our little love story being unique it's not the same as anybody else's it is our own and like for that um for that i'm like forever grateful like our love story is ours we've made it our own it has challenges it has yeah you know ups and downs but we are doing it together and like i can't you know complain with that that is not going to be anything that i will ever yeah regret how we've done it i'm just wondering now about so i guess we talked about like what we thought it was going to be did you say what it has been like and what's Mm -hmm. been different yeah i did say that you did yeah remember i said it's I thought it was going to be amazing and it has been amazing. Yeah. Like, you know, I think for us and so we actually had made the decision that we weren't going to move in together until we were married. So marriage in that sense has been different for us. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, you know, I think not many couples do that anymore. And like that is still a new intrigue to us. I think when 
Julia says that I piss her off on the regular. It's because of our experience still living together and little things that I do that are... Do I piss you off? Never, baby. What are things I do that annoy you? Uh, that don't have to do with me doing things at you. Things just about me. Things just about like, you. Like, I feel like you were going to say, like, when I nag you about something. But, like, that's not what I mean. Like, things that annoy you about me. Um, I don't know if I have an answer to that because I'm not exactly sure what you're asking. Okay, well, what were you going to say before I interrupted? And I don't remember now. Okay, is there anything that I do that annoys you? I mean, like, yes, but it's not like it's, like, always the same whatever. I think... uh, Like, small things, like when we got here, right? We got to the Airbnb here in Florida. And And I unpack immediately. (laughs) immediately unpacked. I'm, like... Yeah, I'm unloading the car and I walk in and her stuff is like neatly hung up and organized. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you need to move all that because that's where we're putting Willow. But um, yeah. And then I'm like, OK, I'll get to mine when I get to it. And I understand that that is something that bothers you. But it, I don't know. It took me 24 hours to get it done. Ah, 36 72. hours to get it done. And it was like, I don't know a lot of requests within yeah. there to get it done. I think as and I get older too I'm becoming like I'm very type A but I would have never said that about myself a few years ago like I just think I'm getting more like that type of person as I get older and I don't know what that is and I I don't necessarily hate it I don't necessarily love it but yeah it helps me yeah I think but yeah. I have a real answer to your question about what nags you do you what want me to me? answer it well it's it's something that I was actually going to talk to you about. Okay. And I don't know if you want to talk no, about it on it. here. Let's do it. Um, so when we were getting ready to do this podcast, this specific episode, you said, I need you to write down notes for me. Yeah. And that, when I hear that, I'm like, I think what you mean to say is, hey, are you prepared for this episode? And when you say it as I need to do something for you and this is like take a step back Julia and I still going through the process of how to properly work with each other Mm -hmm. and right now like Julia is the breadwinner Julia is making money Julia is like running the show a lot but when you say I need you to do this for me it's like okay now I work for you or now I do this And then other examples sometimes of like how you communicate about work. For example, (laughs) two or three weeks ago, we were laying in bed. It was like nine o'clock at night, laying, watching a show. I was downstairs working on something, come up a little later, like laying down. um, And like... I was stressed, everything, like my work day just ended and I lay down in bed trying to lay down with my wife and you like hit me with like three questions about work that are like, is this done? Have you talked to this person? Is this, this? Yeah. And it takes me back when you communicate that way to like why I left 
previous jobs because I didn't like the people I was working for or working with. Yeah. And we need to set better boundaries of when we're allowed to talk about work. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, when I lay down in bed at the end of the night, the last thing I, and you know, my old boss used to text me at every hour of the day, Yeah, which meant I was always stressed and you would get pissed about it too. You would like, can't he just leave you alone? Yeah. And it was like, now I've got to figure out how to navigate that with you. Yeah. I think for us, that bothers me. Okay. (laughs) You're done now. Um, I agree. I think those things are very annoying. And if it was the other way around, I'd be like, yeah, this has got to stop. Um, I think that we've tried and we're just going to lay it all out there, but we've tried to like set times where I am allowed to ask you questions or we've, we've had, I mean, we're still going through this, but we've had every Monday and Thursday, we're going to sit down and we're going to have a meeting about work. Mm -hmm. And those have not happened because it's just not productive. So now there's not really a time for me, a good time Mm -hmm. for me to ask you questions. So I just kind of recently have stopped because I don't know when or what to do. So we're still figuring that out. That's, we'll have a private conversation, (laughs) I guess, about it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, So that's hard for me because I do want to feel like I'm on top of things. And when things come to my mind, like if I don't write it down, if I don't speak my mind, like then it's in my mind. And that's kind of why I do those things, why I say them at times that I do. And for the podcast thing, me saying for me, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have said it like that. But I think I just knew that you weren't prepared. So I was, and it wasn't for me, but it's my thing, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 I think. We're fighting. We're not fighting. But it's a new thing for us where we need to learn how to be coworkers, right? Like, how I talk to my friends is different than how I talk to my work friends. Yeah. Right? And that's we, like a balance yeah. that I need to, I always used to have to weigh and you used to remember when I worked in DC and there were blurred lines between who were my work friends and who were my friends. Mm-hmm. And I used to have to say like, Hey, let's not talk about this with them. Hey, let's not do that. And you would always get a little like, well, they're your friends. I'm like, no, they're my work friends. I yeah. talk a little bit differently with them. I talk, yeah, you know, like there are, different ways to communicate with like your husband and your wife versus your coworker. And we now are experiencing like the merge of those two things and not wanting to. I think sometimes, honestly, like you guys can hear it first. Like I do have concerns if I even want to be working together. Of course. Like, of course, right now we're in this stage where I'm like, I don't really like it. Mm -hmm. a lot of the time and like I don't want that relationship necessarily and then there are times where I'm like no this is good like this is what I've wanted and what I do want but it's been hard and like sometimes I'm like oh it would be I envy all the most of the relationships out there sometimes that have totally different work fields yeah yeah I think and that's definitely I mean I uh when we not only thought about marriage, the differences, but when we thought about the changes for us professionally, like what it would be like, mm-hmm. it was new to us. We had no idea. And now we're like, you know, a couple months into like full time work together. And we're at a spot where we're like, okay, we're weighing the pros and cons. We're weighing this and that. We're weighing, you know, yeah. the impact on us. And yeah, like you just said, it's not always, you know, skittles and rainbows like there are challenges there are things there are these conversations where you and i have where we're like yeah yeah this isn't great like yeah i'm not loving this or yeah i'm not 
you know, whatever. And yeah. Then, you know. Just a whole new challenge for us that who knows yeah. how it will end up. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to completely change the topic. Okay. Do you guys ever stay at an Airbnb where the weird. owners are like not always around, but around? Okay, before we showed up here, the owner, so it's like a husband and wife, and I guess we're staying in like their guest house. And she was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'm excited to meet you when you guys arrive. And I was like, I have never gone to an mm. Airbnb where I have met the owner yeah. ever. So it was kind of weird, but I was like, okay, whatever. She's super nice. She like showed us around the house, maybe because we're staying for a month. Yeah. And they're like kind of living in the back. Yeah. So house. it's a it's a house with a like an in-laws suite. And they're staying in the in-law suite. We're staying in the house. So they're like right there. And um They just walked up to like water the plants and stuff yeah, so we can see them out the window. And I mean, like, God bless them. They're the sweetest they're really people. Nice. They're very like she texts and says, what do you guys need? Are you guys settling in? Yeah. Is everything good? Is everything like they've gone above and beyond to make sure we are comfortable yeah. with everything we need. They even had our name on the Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. They they have a chalkboard in the kitchen that they wrote us a little note. They wrote something to Willow. It's like, you know, they're really sweet and, and they're an older couple. They're, you know, I don't know. Really nice. She texted me because there's like an inspection guy coming today. Like, I'm like, okay. And then the other yesterday i was out in the backyard and they had someone working on their house so they were like out there kind of and i was like okay i don't really want to be out here with all these people out here like this is supposed to be like a getaway for us yeah and she texted me she goes thank you so much for being so patient with everything like kind of i think being like it's it's not usually like this or like they're going to be leaving soon because they do have another house they go to Mm -hmm. i'm kind of waiting for that like yeah i would love some i don't know yeah it's it's not it, a bad thing. It's, it's just it's, it, we're really like, and I'm the one who brought it up. We are complaining about something that's like super minor, and they're not intrusive. They're not no. like intentionally. They're taking care of the house. They're out watering their plants, but it's, it's right different. outside the window of where we're sitting, and it's usually you don't see the just, owner yeah, at all. It's a little bit more involved than I thought. Yeah. So. Okay. We gotta go. <laughs> we got shit to do. We're gonna go walk through town. Bring Willow. And I have a million other Get things on my list. About. So that's right. it for this week. You guys, if you got this far in the episode, thanks. We appreciate it. If you want to leave us a review, that would be amazing so that we can keep doing these episodes um, and follow our Instagram for, you know, little tidbits and all that stuff. Um, and to be a part of our episodes, if you want, that would be on Instagram. So that is it for this week. We will see you guys next week. All right. See you, everybody. Bye.